Oh, hello there, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Real Talking Podcast. We've just me again. If you didn't realize already, body, uh, sad, lonely music. <laughs> now, first things first, I do have to say if you do hear any crunching in the background, it's uh. Just the dog gnawing on the bone. It seemed to be the only way to get him away from me while I was trying to record for you lovely people back sitting here, walking, doing whatever you're doing while listening to me on my own again. Um, obviously, uh, the reason I'm on my own is because Daddy actually is still being a parent. He uh, has to get into the swing of things. Um, it's taken too long, if you ask me. You know, how long does it take to get into a routine of being a dad? I don't know. Like, fucking, should be like three hours or something, shouldn't he? I don't know. But uh, yeah, again, uh, also for any of the YouTube watchers, I've not started supporting the uh, wet look. I've just got out of the shower. It is Friday nights, as usual. It's been a long old week, actually. Jesus. You know, uh, just grafting hard all the time. It's the lead up to Christmas. It's always the same. Uh, everyone wanting everything done before Christmas. There's never enough time. Uh, days in a week, hours in a day, all that jazz. Um, so, yeah, long week. Literally finished late. Quick shop. Got the beers in. And uh, bought the dog, shower. Then now I'm sitting down finally um i'm on my own the missus is in here as well so i literally am all by myself just me and the dog so i will be treating myself tonight as well have a cheeky takeaway don't know what to have yet but i don't know i'll go and just eat or whatever in a bit find out i'll probably let you know if, if i remember next week but yeah but uh i think we all know what you're here for you've seen the title of the episode already and I don't know if any of you know about it, but it is Aunt Bessie's Pale Ales. Now, I know what you're thinking. That sounds fucking vile. And for a lot of years, you won't be wrong. But I was in Asda the other day, and I just saw them. So it's the, the brewery's Northern Monk, and obviously they've partnered up with Aunt Bessie. Uh, famously for Yorkshire puddings and stuffing and roast potatoes and all that. She's a, a good old dear, is he? And, um, yeah, I, I saw him. I, I couldn't not pick him up, to be honest, but I tried two of them the other day, and I should have saved them all, to be fair, for today, but I was actually surprised. So let's just uh, go over the flavours to start off with. There's uh, the apple and 
apple crumble and custard. There was uh, sticky toffee pudding and custard. Jam roly poly and custard. And last but not least, roast dinner. Now, of the two that I've had were the sticky toffee pudding and the jam roly poly. Now, the first one that I did have was the jam roly poly. And surprisingly, it was actually nice. Now, it was weird because you shouldn't be able to taste a Swiss roll jam or custard in a beer or a pale ale to which it is. Um, but it worked. It, it's strange. Now, obviously, I know it's not everyone's cup of tea or a pot of gravy, whatever it may be that you're into. But it was It was, It was. was just weirdly nice, a little bit Moorish. Um, I wouldn't want to have too many, to be honest. Not because they're strong, because they ain't that strong, only 4.5%. Uh, but for any girls out there, that's stronger. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was It was all right. Um, I can't knock it. I'd say... For a first-time try, it would be a 6.5 out of 10. You know, would have again. Wouldn't really go out my way to get another one, um, even though I probably will get another uh, little mix pack of these. I mean, to be fair, if I do like an individual one enough and I can find that as a full pack, I will end up buying them. The little taster of me card in first, though. Mm. Oh, beers. I'll tell you what, yeah, it's so good having a nice beer at the end of a, a hard grafting week. And I'm actually having a weekend off for a change. Um, Anyway, back to Aunt Bessie. The second one that I did try was the sticky toffee pudding. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of the toffee and the sticky toffee puddings. So I think... This is where it might deter my opinion of it. But, yeah, it wasn't for me. Um, I drank it, obviously, because I'm not going to waste alcohol. I'm not that kind of person. I'm not that kind of man. Uh, it, it just it tasted almost a little bit of like burnt toffee for my liking. Um, but I'm sure any of you sweet tea people out there would... Uh, prefer that so the two that I have got left are the apple crumble and custard and the roast dinner so I thought while we're uh, well while I'm here just chatting shit uh, I'd give a little taste test so the uh, the next one I'm going to try is the apple crumble I'm going to save the roast dinner for last because every Good, honest British person loves a roast dinner. And if you don't, you're a fucking wronger. Now, I we'll know times are different these days. Uh, a lot of my generation, and then definitely younger, don't even like tea. Now, even our very own Ash doesn't like tea. Just shows he's not a grafter. He can't handle it. Proper copper. But uh, I think that all stems down to the Americanization of things. Uh, everyone loves coffee. 
don't get me wrong, I love a good cup of coffee. Uh, but the lattes, Irish lattes, uh, caramel. Mm, as and when I'm in a mood, I'll have a caramel latte. Um, but it has to be proper milk. None of this fucking almond bullshit and whatever. Oh, not milk anyway. Water. Uh, so, anyway, back to Aunt Bessie again. Now, I don't know how many times I'm going to say Aunt Bessie, but uh, just bear with me on it. Um, maybe if someone wants to do a counter of how many times I do say Aunt Bessie, let me know in the chat. Uh, send it in via email at realtalkingpod at gmail.com or uh, tweet it, exit, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, sliding those DMs at Ash and JD. Uh, or on the YouTube comments, always drop it on there if you feel lucky. Anyway, yes, I, I know I'm trying not to build up the anticipation. Uh, I can't help but just keep talking. Yeah, apple crumble. Um, I'm not really a fan of apple crumble pudding in general anyway, so this is definitely going to be experience. Uh, yeah, let's have a little whirl, little uh, sniff test first. Yeah, yeah, smile. You know, it smells all right, actually. Yeah. But what it's really all about, the taste. Surprisingly, mainly just custard taste, which I'm glad about because I'm not really an apple fan. Not there's anything wrong with apples. I've just never really been into them. Um, I was always a bit of a, well, not a bit, a really fussy eater as a child um something that stemmed from just sort of being a daddy's boy really because dad's never been a massive eater of all sorts of different foods um so i suppose i just tried to copy in 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 some sense uh so didn't really eat many veg apart from potatoes because you know irish and shit uh never like cheese, unless it was melted on a pizza, because who doesn't love pizza? Uh, yeah, just like eggs as well, never liked eggs. Uh, and then it was sort of like from the age of 12 ish, just started trying things. I'm like, yeah, right, I like you. Um, yeah, I, I, I do still try and push myself to try new things. This year, I am gonna try. Again, I've, I've had them before in the past, but I'm going to try cooking it my way now because I am the chef of the house. Because the missus, bless her, she tries. But if I want a good meal, I have to cook it myself. Um, so, yeah, Brussels sprouts. I'm going to buy a little portion of those and bang some of them on the Christmas dinner. Which, speaking of Christmas dinners as well, uh, so... You all know me. I do like uh, listening to Mark Goldbridge from the United Sand. Um, but I was listening to one of his streams the other day. Uh, wasn't one of the Man United streams because, I mean, them ones have been depressing. I'm not getting on to ranting about Man United again. I don't want to. Oh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to put you all through my f misery again and again, week in, week out, because you all know what's going on. And if you don't, you aren't football fans, um, which I appreciate. I wish I couldn't be sometimes. Um, 
but yeah, so I was listening to one of his streams while he was uh, doing a watch-along for another game. And he got asked the question, Yorkshire puddings on Christmas dinner. And he says, no, never done it, never will do. I just found it so strange. Like, don't get me wrong, like, roast dinner in general on a, on a Sunday, got to be done. And I've I've got the roast, uh, got the Yorkshire puddings down to a T now, making my own. And fair enough, from time to time I do be like, lazy essentially. Um, I'll get the ready-made ones, uh, be it the Aunt Bessie ones that you throw in the oven and now rise up after the fifteen minutes, or just the cheap as the ones that are like fifty p. You just throw them in for two minutes, heat them up, whatever it is. Hang on, another little test, Aunt Bessie. It, it, it is quite nice. I'm surprised. Um, yeah, but making my own Yorkshire puddings from scratch. Uh, if I've got one of the pictures on my phone, I'll try and remember to post it on the YouTube as I'm talking about it right now. The banging. Love it. But on a Christmas dinner, he was like, no, I don't have them. Never have, never will do. And I thought, why wouldn't you have a Yorkshire pudding or two, or five, on your Christmas dinner. Why is that a thing? Uh, I've not done any research to why it's not a thing, but I just found it so strange. And anyone I've asked since then as well, like our John and that, they say they always have the Yorkshire puddings with the roast dinner. So, I don't know, it's, it's, is it like a, a southern thing, a northern thing, a, a Midlands thing, um, of where you're from? whether you have them or not. Now, I know for the uh, Americans, uh, Yorkshire puddings aren't really a thing. Um, which, I don't know why, because they're fucking amazing. Uh, and if, if you don't know what a Yorkshire pudding is, the best thing to do is just have a little Google, um, check out some of the recipes. Uh, it's basically a pancake recipe, but you... Uh, muffin tin, bit of oil... Bang it in the oven to preheat the oil on a high temperature, around 200 Celsius. Uh, pancake mixture, pour the tray out, fill it up, put it back in, and they'll puff out. And they're, they're almost like um, a cup sort of shape when they come out. And uh, it's just a little vessel that you can put a bit of your meat, a bit of your, your mash, a bit of your stuffing and that in. You know, a little bit of veg if you're feeding fruity as well. Um, it just it just ships it into your mouth. It's just beautiful. It's it's just it's one of the best things about a roast dinner. And why you wouldn't have it with a Christmas dinner? I wouldn't know. It's just it blew my mind when he come out of it. I don't know why he wouldn't do it. So anyway, yeah, back to Aunt Bessie. Uh, I do quite like this apple crumble. Um, so I'll carry on. I'm not just going to down it right now. Uh, I shall sip away. And then once this one's done with, then uh, I shall get on to the final roast dinner one. And I'm holding a lot of faith in for this. I hope it is as good as I expect it to be. But on the on the picture, see, so it doesn't say what 
rose scenery it's going to be. But on the picture on the tin, which I, oh God, I don't want to fucking drop anything here. So I'll show you the apple crumble one for the YouTube followers. Uh, you got a little apple crumble and custard in a bowl. And then on the, uh, I'm, I'm not getting paid uh, sponsorship money by, by Aunt Bessie for this, by the way. I just thought it would be nice to uh, share the love. And so, yeah, on the roast dinner one, a little roast dinner, a nice lamb tins. So it looks like it's a chicken dinner, by the way. Um, I imagine it's just going to taste like gravy. Which is strange because uh, while we was working before I'd found these, uh, I was actually talking about uh, gravy beers essentially because there was um, so I'll start it off from scratch essentially. While on the gravy and stuffy section and that in like houses and whatever, there are what looks like beer cans but it's uh, like a bone broth or a gravy in a can. And so I'd seen a, I believe it was a TikTok video, I don't know now, I didn't save it, I just saw it, thought it was funny, and then moved on, as you do with uh, TikTok. Um, so it was of a lady recording around the kitchen area or the living room area of the scenes of empty cans of beers, from what her husband or partner had like drank the night before, and then there was one of these gravy cans next to the stack of the beers, so obviously got a uh, rather steaming. Ran out of his regular beers. Another sip. Oh, and uh, as he's just reached into the the fridge, he's grabbed the gravy tin. And he's he's drank it and thought nothing of it, so it was all laughter when uh, he's realised that he's he's drank gravy or bone broth, whatever it was. So the conversation led on to uh, a gravy or broth flavoured beer. Um, look, because I love Bovril. Again, it's it's not really, uh, well, I don't don't know if it's an American thing anyway, but. Bovril, it's uh, it's basically a beef stock. Uh, Oxo cubes are the same as well. Um, but in sporting stadiums like football grounds, rugby grounds and that, especially in this time of the year when it's cold weather, the winter, it's served in a cup, you know, usually a disposable one. Just a little bit of the Bovril cube, uh hot water, and it's just a warm sensation, beefy little drink. It's just so nice. It, it never lets you down. Look, it's not like when, I know a lot of people can't relate now, especially if you're underage and you don't drink. The amount of times I've been to a pub, asked for a pint of Carly, let's just say, and then the lines haven't been cleaned, or it's not a right pour, and it just doesn't hit right. But with a bovril, it doesn't matter like, where, what shop you bought it from, where you're drinking it from, like, whether you're at home, out in the shops. Well, you wouldn't be drinking it in the shops, but, um, you know, 
at a football ground. Doesn't matter where you are, it always tastes nice, makes you feel good. It's just it's just a heartwarming drink. Just makes you feel nice and cozy. Um I'm losing track of where I was going to, you know. Uh oh yeah, so because uh, I, uh, I take the bottles to work, cold weather, uh, ended up talking about it. And then it was just strange to be walking along in the uh, as the oils to see these aren't Bessie's beers. Just on the shop floor, just mad. So I had to buy them. Well, I'm not going to walk past them. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm quite enjoying this. It's uh, nice. I, I know for people listening at home, you're probably not enjoying me just sucking on a can and talking about beers, but I don't know. You, you know what you come for. It's just real talk, real experiences. This is this is what you need in your life. Just the realness, real taste. Mm. Oh yes. Right. So, uh, I'll, I'll get on to something else for a little while now while I'm uh, just sucking on this. Apple crumble. So, uh, even though it has been a busy week, over the course of the last two, three weeks, roughly, I've been uh, watching a program on Netflix. Now, many of you might have already watched it. I don't know. But uh, it's called Obliterated. Um, it's, it's, it is a great program, great action scenes in it. Uh, you know, it's not one of these ones that shows from showing a bit of blood when someone gets shot and stabbed or whatever. Uh, I actually recommended it to uh, my mother because there's a lot of dicks, um, big, massive cocks for anyone that doesn't know what a dick is. <laughs> um, but a, a lot of nudity. Uh, and not saying that my mother's a pervert or anything, but, you know, if. if you're a woman, why wouldn't you like looking at cocks? And again, there's a lot of tits in it. And if you're a man, you like looking at tits. And if you're one of the other ways, any of the LGBTQ plus uh, selection, then yeah, you'd enjoy it as well. Seeing all the, the giblets that all these people have got. Now, I, I didn't know what the program was about or anything at first. It was just purely down to, as I saw the trailer, as I went on to Netflix, uh, one of the main actors, Midnight, um, I know him from another program, uh, and I was like, all right, yeah, let's have a whirl. Um, he's trimmed up so much as well. He was always like a, in decent shape, but he's just slimmed down, muscled up, and uh, got almost a, a Brad Pitt sort of star going on. Um, post... Angelina Jolie, I'd say, when he had the uh, almost Bob length haircut. But it, essentially, he's a good-looking man. Uh, that wasn't why I was watching it. It was just because I, I know him from another programme. Um, not that I don't appreciate a good-looking man. Um, not saying that I'd do anything with any men, again. Uh, but yeah, so it caught my eye anyway. So I started watching it. And as I say, it is a good program. I think there's eight episodes. Um, but in general, I suppose it doesn't help because I have watched loads of 
films, programs, and everything. Sip. Oh, but uh, it does get a little bit predictable. Uh, you can see what kind of twists and turns is going to be. But it is a good watch. But there's one main thing that has got to me. Now, obviously, I'm not going to spoil anything for anyone. It's definitely, definitely go and watch it if you're into the action comedy sorts of well, films, programs, and whatever. But one thing that always gets me is the amount of, not just this program, all films and well, these kinds of programs and that over the years, anytime someone gets shot in the head, be it point blank or sniper from hundreds of metres away, it's always right in the middle of the forehead, just above the eyes. But no one can get it that accurate every single time. And yet, when there's fucking a headshot like that, and then about 30 seconds later, someone's running, and they can't hit a fucking, like, a barn post with a fucking nail, or whatever the saying is, I don't know. Say it's been a long week. But just because the people's running, even though said person with the gun has just made a perfect 100-point headshot, but then now the other person's running and you can't hit the target. Like you can't even just clip their arm, ping the leg or whatever. Like you're just missing completely. Always, always it's been a grab of mine. Why, why, why is it always? These writers and directors and that need to start sorting it out. Now, don't get me wrong. Anytime I have seen a film or program that hasn't had a direct dead centre headshot, you know, say it's just gone above the eyebrow whatever i do point it out because it's a bit of a an ocd thing of mine and uh the missus she puts up with me with that she'll uh acknowledge that i've noticed that it isn't directly in the middle of the head she'll give me a little nod of approval and then we'll go back to enjoying the program or film whatever it is but apart from that it is. It's definitely worth a watch. Uh, again, if we're doing out of tens, I'd say, I'd say a solid seven and a half out of ten. You know, uh, it wouldn't be one that I wouldn't want to watch again. I would happily put it on. You know, well, because I've watched it on my own. I'm not alone all the time. I know it seems lucky. The missus works away after week. Ashley uh, stays at home all the week, apart from when he's working, because uh, he has to earn money. Uh, I've always got the dog. I'm never that lonely. Um, but yeah, so, so I've watched the programme on my own, so if the missus wanted to watch it, I'd happily sit here and watch it again with her. Uh, yeah, wouldn't turn it down. So, uh, yeah, I think that's... Uh, all I need to say about that, um, yeah, it's all right. I did actually make some notes for a change. Um, yeah, great action, loads of nudity, which it's always a, a bonus, isn't it? Um, and yeah, the headshots. So I think now 
Bears torn to actually just down the rest of this apple crumble because uh, it's almost empty anyway. So bear with me a second, please. Oh, lovely. Absolutely lovely. That. I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm surprised because so I'm not a, an apple crumble fan. So, uh, yeah, it's nice. A, a lot better than the, the sticky toffee pudding one. Um, the sound. Well, a lot of things I'm still not a fan of. But uh, now it is the moment that you definitely all been waiting for now. Roast dinner time. Ooh. Sniff test. I can't really smell anything on it. So this one's a brown ale as opposed to the others being pale ales. It's gonna have to go for it, and off. Mm. Doesn't taste like a roast dinner. I don't know what it tastes like, but I can't taste gravy. I can't taste roast potatoes. I'm disappointed. I can't believe it. I shouldn't have shouldn't have waited for it. So surprisingly, the roast dinner is the failure. Now it's better than the sticky toffee pudding. I can it's, I think I can kind of taste parsnips. Burnt, slightly burnt, not completely. But roasted parsnips. But it's, there's not much difference from a normal brown ale. Yeah, there's not not much flavour in it. Um, again, I, I don't mean to sound like a connoisseur of uh, alcohol. I'm not a raving fish said, I do promise. Um, only on the weekends. Uh, excuse me. It's what happens, side effect of drinking. You know, don't do drugs, kids. Uh, kind of tastes like Hobgoblin, which is a, another brown ale. I've never been a fan of that either. Had it as a Christmas gift years ago, uh, when I was like 16 or 17, actually, so shouldn't have had it as a Christmas gift. Um, yeah. I don't know, I'm still going to drink it, though, any. As I said, man. <laughs> oh. Uh, right, so that leads me on to uh, emails anyway, which, again, as a reminder, uh, realtalkingpodcast at gmail.com, uh, at Ash and JD on X, Twitter, uh, you know, you all know the score anyway. Anything you want to ask questions, um, give us stories, just chat shit in general, whatever you want to do, ping it over. I've got all the time that I can give to you, because not in the world. I do have to work for a living. Um, now, normally, I don't have enough time or I forget to uh, check the emails beforehand. 
And plus, I, I like to, when it is uh, me and my co-host, Ashley, uh, I do like to get a, an instant reaction. So I'll read it at the same time uh, that he's hearing it for the first time. And then it's an honest review. But uh, I did have a quick look the other day. And uh, we've got Lauren and James, who emailed us last week. Um, so James has asked, uh, has, well, sorry. Firstly, let's get on to, uh, so James asked about the uh, OnlyFans. Do I follow any of the OnlyFans or anything? So he, um, it's all right, I made notes about it. I, I didn't want to switch between the two emails to try and make it easier. And then I'm still fucking it up anyway. So I don't know what I bother sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so firstly, uh, he says he knows all the porn sites because I gave him uh, a recommendation of what to do that gives him the links for all the sites. Um, sorry, yeah, because he asked me what OnlyFans I was subscribed to, which the answer was none. Because I don't, you know, we're all skint, basically, so I can't afford to pay some other slapper to send pictures of a tits or whatever. I don't know. When it's all free on the internet, what's the point? Just googly. Porn orb and all that jazz, any fucking you all know the know the sorts. I don't know why I'm fucking telling you. Um, but yeah, so he, he was like, uh, uh, already know all the porn sites, but OnlyFans is better because it's more personal. Uh, so without going on to it and reading it all again, I believe he says that you can interact with them, uh, or speak with them, text messages or whatever. Uh, I don't know, sliding into the DMs or something. I don't know. I, I, I sound like I'm a fucking old man sometimes, which is some years I might be an old man, but I'm only 34. Um, it, I don't know. I've, it's just, it's well below, not well below, but it's below my generation. Plus, because I've been with the missus for nine years-ish, it's, it's nothing I've ever been into as we've said on previous podcasts and that um you know never really got onto the the tinder tinder was just about starting out i think as i got with the missus otherwise i was on uh plenty of fish puff some people know it um i don't even know what other ones are around now i'm sure there's countless of them at the moment now where Tinder, Grindr, fucking uh, Bumble or something. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, so, again, I'm losing track. Fucking. Uh, so, OnlyFans, that's, that's. I, don't, I, I suppose it, it's, it is different for, like, again, we've gone over it on previous podcasts. There was, was that on a, Night out, stag do, whatever it was, and there was a younger lady that just thought, shoved the phone in my face, showing a video of her deep throating on a dildo. I was like, "Yeah, sound that's lovely." Look, I don't know what she was expecting. You know, I was I was tapping on the wedding ring, saying, "No, I'm a raw baptar." You know, find some other 
participating, uh, willing participants um, to show the video to and do that activity with. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's a generational thing where the OnlyFans is, I'm not saying it's not acceptable, um, but it's more appreciated uh, with younger generations, I assume. Then again, I, I imagine there's a lot of people my age and older that do thrive off a bit. Uh, and as I've said before, fair play to these ladies. Well, I know men do it as well. Um, fair play to these people that uh, make a living of it because, you know, if there's money there to be made, make it. I, I suppose if I could do it, put an effort into it, maybe. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I should put more effort into this podcast, really, but I don't have enough time. <laughs> Which I apologise to all you folks for. Uh, I'd love to put more effort into it, but so I have to work for a living. I have to earn some monies. Another beer tea. No, it's just not getting right. Um, but yeah, uh, OnlyFans, not for me. Uh, I'll just stick to the free stuff. But you should have... Uh, sorry, I've got a fucking hair on my tongue now. Oh, God. See? Real things all the time. This is what you're here for. Can't handle the realness. Ah! Um, so... Uh, yeah, James, you, I would say, give us your recommendations for the OnlyFans, but I don't know if, uh, I, I wouldn't know what to do with them, um, plus I wouldn't pay, too tight, I know, uh, Irish, um, but anyway, outside, <laughs> oh, oh god, I don't know, I've shat some shit, so outside of that part of his email, he's asked if I've got any kids, and then, as I say, it leads on to what Lauren was asking. Uh, so, to James, no, I haven't got any kids yet. Uh, and then Lauren asked, when uh, when am I going to have kids? And thoughts on any names. Uh, so, with me, as I say, no, no kids. Um, just the dog. He's uh, the second dog. Old one, she passed, uh, obviously, before I got him. Well, it's not obvious, but before I got him, um, she passed. Uh, a couple months before I got married. And then well, I could have got another dog straight away, but the missus says, no, wait until after the wedding, blah, blah, fucking all that shit. Uh, so, yeah, no kids at the moment. And so I'm 34. Uh, the missus three years younger than me. She's recently just turned 31. So, in general, it's just as and when the missus says, I mean, I'm ready, but I'll say I'm ready. Can you ever be ready? Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll ask this question when uh, Ash finally gets back onto the podcast. God, taking forever. Um, but, yeah, like, for me, I, I'm easy going. Like, when it happens, it happens. I ain't bothered. Uh, the main thing is waiting for the missus to be ready, really. Um, no. Uh, it's a conversation that I've had a lot of times with like uh, mom and dads. Um, like, when are you going to have kids and blah blah. Uh, the the main one that pisses me off is when you're going to start a family. Now, for me, 
the family's already started. So being with the missus is a family. With my old dog, we was a family. With this one, little Shiro, he's not little. Well, he is. He's fucking tiny for a Malamute. Fucking, he's small. But um, yeah. So having pets in general, that's a family. You don't need to have children to be a family. And this is what I try saying to well, anyone that does ask me the question, well, when are you going to start a family? Well, I've already got a family. I have, you know. And it's not just about having the children. You know, obviously there's brothers and sisters and all that. I'm one of seven. Um, you know, dad was one of seven. Uh, mum's a twin. One of three. Uh, you know, so, yeah, family's already done. I don't need to start a family because I'm in a family. I've got my own family. We are all a family. And I like to see all of you lovely people listening as well or watching uh, as family. Um, I think we need a nickname for you, don't we? Uh, well, I suppose the obvious one is the real talkers, the realists, um, the RTs. Nah, because that sounds bad, actually. People have been calling you as the retards or something. Um, yeah, the the real, real talkers, I think. I don't know. Let us know. Send in your suggestions for your... Uh, Nicknames, you know, like the Swifties. Obviously, you can't be the Swifties. That's already been taken. Um, the Leeds or whatever. Again, Leeds is taken. But, yeah, give us your suggestions for uh, your nicknames. Uh, so then, um, yeah, back onto Lauren's email. I always do it. Just, just go off on the tangent. Um, so, uh, answer to when I'm having kids. Yeah, whenever the missus says, we'll have kids, we'll have kids. Um, you know, I'm all up for trying anyway. You know, I'm never going to say no to that. Yeah. Um, and then she's asked, thoughts of any names? Yeah, these aren't Bessie's uh, roast dinner isn't the best. Um, so, I mean, to be fair, I've always thought of names since I was in school, and that, to be fair, uh, I mean, I've, I've brushed names against the missus uh, every now and again whenever we've spoke about children. Always, uh, one name that I was keen on when I was younger was um, Jessica, uh, just because the initials would still be JD. Um, and then for a boy, it was uh so I was gonna be called Jason. So mum wanted to call me Jason. Uh but dad decided it was gonna be Jamie. And for any of you that don't know, it's spelt weird and it's not even spelt Irish, it's like Mexican basically. Um so it's J A I M E instead of the J A M I E. So uh with Mexican that's Jaime. Uh, it is also in the French language. Um, so if you was to say your name in French, it's Je m'appelle. And the start of Je m'appelle is J-A-I-M-E. There's some funny characters in there as well, but you know, uh, anyone that does speak French, you'd already know that. Uh, but Dad's reasoning behind that was apparently he has a cousin that spells it that way. It's the Irish way. 
But then when you ask anyone else in the family, he hasn't even got a cousin. Well, they haven't got a cousin called Jamie, let alone know anyone that spells it that way. But there is enough people out there, because as you do, you always Google yourself um, or Google your name anyway. And uh, there is a lot of people out there that uh, spell it my way. I don't know whether they're male or female or anything in between, but uh, yeah, it's, it's not common, but it's out there. Um, it actually did get me thinking, though. Sorry, fucking, oh, no, I'm all over the place as always. Uh, so even though got no kids and waiting on the missus, it got me thinking about uh, well, a couple of little fucking stories, really. So, first story, there was um, a lady, an ex-partner of mine that I was with. And I, I wasn't with her for a long time, to be fair. Uh, well, not, I wasn't with her for a long time up to this conversation. So, you know, every, everything was going fine. I, I thought it was all right. Well, you know, I wasn't saying... Uh, at the time that I felt like I was going to be with her forever because it was still pretty early doors. But I don't know, conversation come up from her uh, saying that next year we'll have kids. And I said, no. Nope. At that point, I definitely wasn't ready for children because I've always been a bit old-fashioned, like wanting to get settled down first, married, house, then have kids. Um, but she was like, no. Uh, uh, I'm going to have a baby next year and I just nipped it straight in the bud says well if you're going to have a baby next year it's not going to be with me and that was it ended it um, quite amicable to be fair uh, you know I suppose it probably could have been put a little bit politer on my end but at the end of the day I wasn't ready and it would have been unfair for me to uh have gone into that situation and, you know, provided a baby um, that I wasn't ready for because, uh, well, it's just not fair. You, you've got to be mature enough and capable of uh, looking after a, 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 a child, you know, you know, a small person, a tiny mini-me. And uh, I wasn't there. I wasn't ready for it. No, I could... I mean, as I'm talking about 15 years ago, maybe, um, probably not as long, but, you know, between 10, 15 years ago, I don't know exactly, um, you know, I, I could just about look after myself, you know, just about afford my own personal bills. Wouldn't have been able to afford to bring a life into this world. And uh, and it also got me thinking, of another time of an almost. So, again, me, back in the day, as you all know, top shagger. <laughs> uh, there was a... I, I, I can't even remember how I started speaking to this lady. Uh, I really don't know. I don't... Ah, yeah, friend of a friend. That's how it was, I think. Um, I don't know. But anyway, uh, lady I was speaking to, 
she was living in Stoke. I'm assuming she said this, to be honest. I don't know what says was. But, uh, yeah, lived in Stoke. Uh, go over there on a weekend or whatever. And, uh, yeah, just hang out, do what you do. Uh, went on at least one. I think there might have been two. Just little, like, caravan holidays. Nothing special. Not that caravan holidays aren't special. I love them older. Can't beat them. The Tiger Club. Um, Pontins, for anyone that doesn't know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, there was one time in particular when we was making love, doing a deed, banging the life out of her. And uh, at the end of it, fucking, as I've finished, Obviously, she's finished as well. You know, I'm not selfish like that. Always uh, got to give first before you get your own. And, uh, yeah, as as I've finished anyway, I've noticed that the condom, because always safe sex, got to fucking gotta protect yourself and the person that you're having the coitus with. Um, well, yeah, I've noticed that the condom had split. So, obviously, I'd finished dinner. I fucking... Panicked. Um, I didn't rush to get out of there, but I got out of there as quick as I could. And uh, it wasn't because of that, but essentially didn't speak to her uh, for a, a little while. And it literally was like three months later or something. Phone call out of the blue. And my heart sank as soon as... Uh, fucking name come up on my phone. I, I just shit myself. I had to like sit down before answering the phone, and uh, I was I was thinking the worst. I was thinking she's gonna tell me she's pregnant, and obviously it would have been mine. Um, but fortunately, it wasn't the case. It was just to have a catch up and see what was going on and all that. Look, um, so yeah, uh. I think that was the only near miss. I say near miss, like, you know. It, it, well, I suppose it can just happen easily. Um, in general, a lot of them aren't planned. Uh, but I was uh, never one that wanted to be on Jeremy Coyle. So, uh, yeah, I think I've fucking rattled on long enough. Well, just me, myself, and I. The um, the dog is uh, looking for some dinner now as well. He's finished chewing on his bone for a little bit. I had a lot of mess again. Yes, I'm talking about you, mate. That is my sign. He's uh, definitely wanting some actual food now. So on that bombshell, which isn't a bombshell, uh, Aunt Bessie's roast dinner brown ale. One final test. Uh, uh, still not feeling it. So I'm going to finish this. Uh, Aunt Bessie's jam roll de Yes. Apple crumble. Yes. Uh, sticky toffee pudding. No. And roast dinner. No. Uh, if you've got any recommendations of other strange beers, uh, ales or whatever, uh, let me know. I, I, I want to try them all. Um, again, I know I'm saying like a fucking raving alcoholic. 
Uh, it's Friday. You got to have a little drink on a Friday, Saturday, and a Sunday. Um, I do like to have a drink while I'm cooking a Sunday roast. It's a nice Sunday routine that is, to be fair. Um, but yeah, if you got any recommendations, let me know. I'm all ears. Well, eyes, eyes, because I'll be fucking reading it. Uh, it. Don't let it be anything stupidly expensive. Um, I don't want to be like that mixy mixy guy that does all those random shots, uh, like cocktails and whatever. Uh, if you've just got a general strange lot like, beer that can be, excuse me, easily accessible in Asda. Fucking, I'm sorry, I'm a little bit gassy now. This fucking art Bessie's getting to me. Um, so yeah, if I can pick it up off the shelf in a general shop, or it's not too expensive to order online, let me know. Uh, I'll happily buy some and try them out for you. Could be a new little feature for you, uh, if that's what you're into. JD's taste tests. Um, I don't know. Uh, otherwise, if you've got anything else that you want us to do, uh, foods, yeah, let me know. Um, yeah, otherwise, we're going to go back to the vessels and shit, aren't we, really? Uh, not that I don't enjoy doing that. Um, none of you just have said that you don't like them. Uh, <laughs> I need to wrap it up. I'm hungry, I'm tired, it's been a long week. Uh, and I say the dog's mooching around. He's looking, oh, I don't know, he's looking for food somewhere where there's no food. He's going to start getting a missus wool or something now. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, as always, hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, download, all that jazz. You just know the score. Peace.